this is Ian Aver, and this is Straight People, the podcast for straight people because they don't have enough. Um, we're recording live, uh, like we do every week, from my husband's basement, and we are joined with our guest, Jared Goldstein. How you guys doing today, Jared? <laughs> I'm uh, doing well. <laughs> I feel like I should do that again. I don't know. That was per- that was close enough. You know what? I think we got it. It's okay. I think the people that listen to this know that I can barely speak sometimes. So. Straight people need to know that gay people can make mistakes. <laughs> We're not allowed to because of queer excellence, though. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? You have to be twice as good and complain about it half as much. That's what I learned. That's what I was told by an old queen back in the day. Damn. Honey, you got to be twice as good and complain half as much and do it in high heels and backwards, sweetie, or whatever, you know? Wow. The romance. <laughs> well, welcome to Straight People. Thank you. Um, the podcast um, where we really wonder, what is a straight person? and. <laughs> <laughs> we take guesses. We're feeling like we're at the end of the age. I've never met one. Of a classic straight. I don't straight. know any. A classic straight. You know, a classic straight. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Like when you were a kid, what straight was, you know? Uh-huh. I don't think it's the same anymore, you know? Straight Personally. people are gay now. Yeah, exactly. Did you know at that? least a little gay. Straight people are gay now. Yeah. Straight people, they love drag queens. Yeah. They um, refer to the people they're dating as partners. Yeah. They have four partners. Yeah. I'm one of them. Straight people are gay. <laughs> You're just straight for the deck. Is that the yes? Straight to the deck, I guess. I Is guess the, so, right? Well, that's awesome. So you are out of um, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. where you've been for you were saying earlier than nine years. I've lived years. there for nine years. Yeah, um, I've lived with maybe five straight people. Really? Wow. Three of them were a disaster. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Two of them were, were great. Three out of five people. Three out of five straight people <laughs> I, are yeah. disasters. Isn't I give straight people three out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I actually probably do. That's pretty funny. That's probably true. I give them like a seventy-five yeah. percent out of a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, it's a high C. <laughs> totally. They've given us so much. You right. Know? They, six flags. Six. <laughs> well, five of the flags. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have yeah. to bring our own yeah, yeah. six flag. But um, so you've been in LA for nine years doing stand up for what? Five? For five. For five. five. Nice. And what were you doing originally? Were you just there for acting? Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was a child actor. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I, this summer will be 20 years. 20 years. My first audition. Is that wow. fucking crazy? That is crazy. 20 So as a child years. actor, what was your biggest, what was your biggest My role? My biggest thing, I was on Broadway. Okay. Ever heard of it? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm familiar. <laughs> um, Payne's a Broadway queen now. Oh, really? Yeah, he's grown into a Broadway queen. It's That's really funny. Great. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm a scorned ex Broadway queen. Wow. Because after my voice changed, I never worked again. Yeah, that's interesting. I yeah. used to sing a lot when I was a kid, and I was in like the the Sound of Music and a couple other things. And yeah. I had the same thing when my voice changed; I couldn't sing anymore. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And the tragedy. Th- it, was like, it was such a tragedy. There was like such a like a like a like a folklore around yeah. the voice change. Oh yeah. Among like the stage moms. Yeah. And I would hear them kind of like get together and whisper about like, "Oh, have you heard?" about Jerry. Did you know what happened to Jerry? Oh, well, Jerry, his yeah. voice changed and then, oh my God. Da, 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 da. And I was like, God, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm going to be fine. Like, I'm a good singer. I work hard. Mm-hmm. My voice will change and it'll still be good though. Yeah. And nothing was fine. Wow. Nothing was good. It just, it was ruined. And they were right. So when your voice changed, you still went to like, did you go to like voice lessons and try? Did you, was there a yes. period of time? I tried for yeah. like, um, maybe t- three, three years. Yeah. No, maybe two more years. I two took more for years. two years. Um, uh, Are you from New York originally? 
Uh, yeah. So you, what, what were you in Broadway? What shows? Were I you was on? in A Christmas Carol. Okay. Which was at Madison Square Garden. You didn't go. You ever hear it? I'm <laughs> I know, right? Did you play Carol? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, I played um, Tiny Tim's brother and okay. also Scrooge when he's little. Okay. Were you not tiny enough to play Tiny Tim? I was not. You no. never. Because you're aspirational to I be so tiny. I started when I was 11, which was like. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah, I guess it you was would like be, right? you should start when you're like seven. Like wow. seven was like the magic number. Wow. Um, and I was just this old freak. But luckily, wow. puberty just was never coming, so okay. I, was a- I was able to work for for a long time. Anyway. Nice. Yeah. So Christmas Carol was the biggest. What was the smallest? What was like the um, the smallest? I mean. Oof. Probably it was probably like the longest smallest, but it was a show called the adventures of Zach It was the first show I ever did. Okay, and it taught me a lot and I was 11 and yeah uh, It was like a touring show where I played a little boy from Boston. Okay um, Is that where to, you're from? Where are you from originally? I'm from no, I'm from Long Island. Long I was Island. born okay. in Brooklyn grew up on Long Island um, Lived lived in New York for maybe yeah. 22 years before yeah. I went to LA. Wow. I was also in a sketch on SNL that was a lot of fun. Oh, which one? It, it was called the Fun Friends Club. Okay. Tina Fey wrote it. Rachel Dratch stars in it with Jimmy Fallon. Okay. It's like a Barney style sketch where Jimmy Fallon is the director. The joke is we had come back from hiatus and we had started going through puberty. Okay. And Rachel Dratch had grown breasts. Oh, okay. And now can't really be on the show anymore. Okay. And I played Zhao Ping, whose voice had changed. Yeah. And Don Pardo, the announcer, the Jimmy Fallon, yeah. he played my voice. <laughs> and it was really fun and wild. And um, I actually just found out about a month ago, a friend of mine texted me and she goes, hey, were you in a sketch on SNL as a kid that Tina Fey wrote? And I yeah. said, yeah. And I thought maybe she had seen like a joke I had posted yeah. about it on Twitter. And she goes, we're watching it right now in her writer's room. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, she's not, Tina Fey is not in the room, is she? Yeah. And she goes, she put it on. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Tina Fey and Jared Goldstein are yeah. still playing this sketch for people all these years uh, later. I love it. Really like 15, over 15 years later. I love it. Um, but she did say on Howard Stern that he asked her what was one of her favorite sketches she wrote and yeah. she said that one. Wow, that's so crazy. I love been, it. So yeah, I've never met Tina. But your love paths it. are destined across. She listens to the podcast. So I'm <laughs> she is straight. <laughs> she is. I've heard that about <laughs> she her. She is the target right? demographic of, exactly. of this pod. Exactly. Um, so uh, being being a being a, a Broadway baby mm-hmm. and, and a home Homosexual? Yeah. Uh, is it too late? To, is it too early to tell that you're that you're? I should let you identify. Sorry. You've outed. Oh, you. I ruined it. I outed you. Damn. Wow. No, that's okay. Classic that's old gay. <laughs> say out the young. No, yeah. I. You know, I got outed in the first place. So that's really right. Yeah. Yeah. I just had people who would. I tried to come out when I was like twelve. It was like okay. when I first started acting. Yeah. I'm now surrounded by all these gay men. Yeah. And I start figuring it out. Yeah. You're like and I'm I, on a date. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god. Um, I went home one day from rehearsal and I told my, I was so worried. I was so worried to tell them. And I told my parents, I was like, I think that I'm gay. Yeah. And they were like, no, 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 you're not. You're fine. You're not gay. You're not. And I went, really? And they're like, you're good. You're fine. You're not, you're not gay. And I was like, oh, well, well, good. Thank God. Phew. Um, And then that started like an annual check-in from my mother of like going, are you gay? And at that point, oh, so your mom started checking in. Okay. Yeah. I got yeah. you. But at that point, you know, it's like you get the message. I was yeah. already getting the message from the world, but then when you get it from your parents too, yeah. you're like, I'm not gay. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah. Not wow. going to be gay. Not coming out. Wow. And then it just started this thing of like of every couple of years, she'd be like, 
are you gay? And I'd oh, be like, wow. no, 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 no. Until eventually it was just like, <laughs> I can't. Like, you kn- you knew from when I was yeah. 12. You knew from when I was five. And right? I loved My Little Pony. And I would throw a blanket over my head <laughs> and run around the house and pretend it was hair. <laughs> like, come on. You knew. Yeah. Um, I had a black towel that I used to, I was wondering when I would put it on. My mom had this gold belt and a black, and this black towel. And I would pretend to be Wonder Woman. And they would just like, they would just hide the belt and the towel and I'd find it wherever. You know what I mean? Like. Oh my those God. Were my, pr- wow. Those are my things. A whole new meaning to get the belt. Yeah, you know, exactly. From a parent. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're oh, hiding the belt. We're going to get. We're gonna give you the belt. Finally. I've been <laughs> wanting it forever. It completes my outfit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had somebody on the other day, and they were talking about um, that they, they identify as queer. And but as a kid, the first time they went on a date with a so they broke up, they went on a date with a girl, and it didn't go well, and they were sad, and their mother was like, "Are you sure you're not gay?" Like that was like the first time. So like before they ever came out or were ready to identify, like at 14, their mom was like, "You don't really like girls, anyways." And I was like, "That's like a really progressive in one direction, but in another direction, if you're not ready to hear that yet, like as a gay child, that's like incredibly shame." You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like she meant well, and and I think he didn't necessarily take it that way but it was just very funny to me because like my parents were very much like you know even when I came out they were like I came out of my parents and there was they were like okay that's your initial offer what about your <laughs> you're bisexual at best you're bi oh my god that's great <laughs> my parents were like no you're not okay you know you can be gay on the weekend you're not we need you but, Monday to Friday but I didn't, I wasn't, yeah but I wasn't artistic and you know what I mean like I wasn't a decorate I didn't have good hair yeah so my parent my mom was like but the way you Dress. And I'm like, but the dick that I love, the, you know, <laughs> I'm just in it for the when love of the dick. When you came out to your parents, how old were you? Um, I was like 17 or 18. And had you become sexually active yet? Uh, yes, I was. Well, I was sexually active with men and women at that point. Oh, well, wow. poising. Well, okay, teen. brag. <laughs> what? I was super cute. Yeah. Um, I just was. I was active. I was like ready to. Yeah. I mean, I like I would try with girls. I tried and tried. Oh, I tried so hard. Um, and then there were just like I lived in a, a beach town. So there were like tourists and do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. there was a lot of and so like, a lot of traffic. Yes, exactly. A lot of talent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of rough trade. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew how to, you know, I I was in high school and knew how to cruise and pick somebody up. All the non I knew how to do all the nonverbal stuff. And I don't know how wow. I learned to do it. I just knew how to do it. I just knew. I was so scared of that. I still oh, am. Well, I was. I, I'm better now. I more certainly should have been murdered a few times. You know, like there's a couple vans that I got in the back of that I have no business yeah. still being alive. And do you know what I mean? That I should have been dismembered and my teeth put like buried a separate place from the rest of my body. Oh my god! But it all worked out. Yeah, it was the it was the, it was the '90s. It was the '80s. It was the '90s or whatever. You know. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I was I was pretty. I wanted. I was like. That's what I wanted more than anything else was to have sex with a man. I knew that like yeah. very like ten years old. Oh, same. Like, same. I could just have sex with a man. Sam Champion, the weatherman. Oh wow, who's okay. gay? Yeah, who's gay? Yeah, um, but didn't know at the time. Yeah, but I had a very like distinct um, idea about our future together. Oh yeah, is he? Yeah. Is that is that your type though, Sam Champion? Um, Sam Champion, maybe like then. Yeah. Yes. Now he's like such a he's such a like tattooed kind of like big like ripped daddy bear yeah vibe. yeah absolutely. you know what i mean he's yeah. like very 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 he's fit he's, you know he takes yeah. human horth, growth hormone and yes eats, maybe he, not even human he give you 
<laughs> he has a lot of advice on protein powders. Yes, and, he's very hot, yeah. and, yeah, and I think he has a husband, and they seem to be very hot on boats. A husband? Is it a husband? Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, they're on boats a lot, according okay. to their Instagram. Okay. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, definitely as a kid, it was like, because he was just such a classic, handsome, yeah. white man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. So, other than Sam, so what's your, what's your second? Well, um, did you try to date girls? Did you ever go through the I line? did. Yeah. When I was in elementary school, I had... I had a ton of girlfriends before anyone did. Yeah. Because I think there was a part of me that realized something was was afoot. Yeah. Was brewing. So okay. I just started to get ahead of it. So you were like bearding in elementary <laughs> yes. school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sarah Sabignano. Wow. Uh, and then Carly Rothman, and then Stephanie Rothman. Okay. Oh, actually, reverse order. Actually. Oh wow. Stephanie Rothman. Are you still in touch Carly. with any of them? Uh, no. No. Not with none of them. Yeah. Um, They're all devastated. <laughs> they're all dead. Um, no, 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 no. Um, I uh, yeah, I, I I tried, but it was just I in college I I fingered a girl once. I think I mean I don't even know what happened. It was like not good. I had a college experience where like I didn't. I, the first time I like fully was like okay, like there was no interruption. Mm-hmm. We weren't trying to do it in the side room of somebody's party or in the backseat of somebody's car, which was always the kind of like. The conditions of every time I would have sex with a woman would be like there was a time limit, or you know, my friends were waiting outside or something. Oh yeah, and, and so same. In college, I felt the same yeah, way. And the call in college was the first time I ever was like, okay, where you have the whole night, and then like she was nude, and I went to walk into it was like the the room was just lit. I literally, it's like picturesque. Like there was no light in the room except from the window, and there was a moonlight kind of like on her body. And I look at her breasts, and I'm like, what do I do with those? Do you, it was like before I even got in the bed. I was like, what do I, what do I, and I even have a joke about it where like, cause what I did was I was like contemplating, what do I, t- like, how do I, you know, like, what is a straight man going to do with these? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I literally like even thought about like playfully like karate chop, like ha ha or whatever. <laughs> and, like, and um, I settled on like, I was going to kiss them. And then right as I went in to kiss them because I'm gay, more than likely I smelled them instead. Like I, and she heard me smell her breasts <laughs> oh and that ruined it. It just ruined the whole, she was like, did you just smell my bread? And I was like, well, yeah. And she was like, what'd they smell like? And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's she, I guess, I guess she'd been wearing, I guess, like the deal was is that she was wearing a bra that was like a sports bra or something okay. and so her breasts smelled like a dirty sock to me oh and so like wow. I said something to that effect and that pretty much was the that was the end of it <laughs> I was like they smell like a little funky <laughs> <laughs> wow Damn. and me and her are, like yeah. have been good friends for years and years since then and it's like one of those things like every time I see her she's gonna smell my breasts they smell good today and I'm like I'm good I'm oh good. my god that's great but yeah I didn't I was it was like I saw her naked body in the moonlight and first of all did nothing for like nothing but then I saw the breast and I was like I had like anxiety like she's gonna know I'm gay because I don't know what to do like you know what I mean yeah (laughs) how terrible it's I I think um I think all the time about how much if I if I liked breasts yeah how much fun it's like I understand why straight men are so into breasts yeah because it's like if that's the kind of thing that you like yeah those are the perfect Example of it. Yeah. It's just such a fun thing. Like I yeah. would, to be a straight man and to have a tit on either side of your face. Yeah. Must just be like <laughs> heaven. Right. Must be heaven. The, why aren't they such a bad mood all the time? Is what I want to know. Straight guys. The straight guys. Yeah. yeah. Right. Maybe they haven't had. I know. Some tits on the Maybe. Their maybe they're not. Maybe they're. Maybe they should be. That would just them. be. I could imagine that being heaven. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I. I. 
Sometimes I, if I, I had remember. to do it all over again, I wouldn't have smelled them. But and yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> if I could have done it all over again too, I would not have. I would not have smelled my finger afterwards uh. <laughs> because for three days I was scrubbing my fingers. Three days. Oh, you're like the lady, the Mac- smell. lady Macbeth of fingering pussy. You can't get the spot. I'm too out. stupid for that. Reference. You don't get out, out, damn spot. You know? Oh yes. yeah. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I have I have a joke and this actually happened. I was at a show and um I had a, a it was a bachelorette party like I was on a bus and um they they couldn't get their attention for anything and then finally I was like ladies, ladies, ladies and they're like what? And I was like, How do you get the smell of dick out of your hands? And like everyone in the room smelled their hands. And, oh my god! And then one lady went lemons, and I was like, "I love this bitch. I love her lemons." Um, so lemons, lemons will get lemons. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so the next time you are, the you next just, time I'm fingering a woman, fingering a woman, have some lemons on. Honestly, don't, it was probably her thigh. Don't, I don't think I was even doing. You it don't right. even think you got in there. No, wow. It was we were under covers, you yeah. know. So I wasn't I wasn't fully looking. You wouldn't know what it felt like anyways, would you? I mean, it was a lot pricklier than I imagined. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought. These wow. are prickly. These are pr- <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Okay. Let's I wonder if it's like I would love to hear her side of that. I know it's not, I mean it's probably terrible. Yeah. She was like She's probably like we and we he was make, fingering thought, my he yeah. stuck his finger in my belly button and then wouldn't stop smelling it. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? The whole time I was just trying to get out of there. Yeah. I was like my friends are waiting for me. I got to go. <laughs> I gotta go. And all I wanted to do was go tell them. Yeah. Because it was like when I got when I got to college, I was still closeted my freshman year, and I went to a school that was predominantly uh, women, Mm -hmm. and um, so the ratio was like one to three of like there was one woman for for every man um, to every three men, and well that's that's the opposite. So three, well, predominantly women would be. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, there was just so many more women than men. Okay. And that's Atlanta. Atlanta's like seven to one ratio or something. Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah. Of wow. eligible. Yeah, it's, and and then that one guy, he yeah. gay, he gay. So. Yes, and same. So also because it was at New York City and there was a theater, uh, like a strong theater program, most of the guys were gay. Yeah. So for the first like month of being at school, it was completely acceptable and normal for women to walk up to men and go, "Are you gay or straight?" Yeah. Before asking you anything. <laughs> wow. Asking you anything. And you were so, still closeted. Yes, so that, like truly the wow. worst environment possible yeah. for a closeted person to yeah. be in. Um, and. So when I told my friends that I was straight, it was just, we were constantly talking about it. And it was like, after three days of telling a straight guy, I'm straight too. Yeah. Eventually, like, you need proof. Yeah. They're like, so what did you do last night? And I was like, oh, God, I got to, like, I have to hook up with a girl if I'm going to keep this up. <laughs> Maintain so, your heterosexual facade is yes. what I call that. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as I, like, literally touched a vagina, I was like, I got to go tell all my friends. <laughs> They need to know. Yeah, it was stressful. It was so stressful. So when you when you finally came out, you so you'd come. When did you come out to your parents officially? So you started young. Yeah. At least saying it at an early age, and then they kind of were like, no, 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 no. So yeah. when was it? When did they accept your final offer? Again? <laughs> I think I was like seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like seventeen. Yeah, I don't remember if it was before or after college. I think it was before, um, but it was very like. It was not a final offer in the way that, that I was like, I'm okay, fine, I'm yeah. gay, but I am a virgin and I plan to stay one. Okay. And and that's where we and that's where I started. So I was out to, to mom and dad 
and to no one else. And okay. I had no plan to come out anytime yeah. soon. And then I started taking this acting class yeah. uh, where the teacher was just dead set on outing me. Every okay. week she would go, are you gay? And I would say... In front of everyone? In front of everyone. Wow, that's aggressive. Oh, it was so inappropriate. Wow. Uh, at the t- you know, acting classes can be kind of culty. Yeah. And so it felt, it felt... And maybe she was trying to get you to be true to yourself and all and that. That's exactly what mind. she was doing. But that's still, like, uh, not her... Yeah, yeah. Not, her, not her... Not her... Also, like, and if you care, like, pull me aside. Yeah, exactly. Pull me aside yeah. and talk to me about yeah. it. Like, don't... Like, not on the spot in front yeah, of everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And then absolutely. especially after I say no to you... Yeah. For six weeks. The first six weeks And that was, what, like, class, 10 years ago? How long ago was yeah, that? Yeah, more. Maybe 12 years ago. Yeah, and that's a different time. I mean, like, yeah. it, we talk... We think in terms of, like, how it's... Like, things are so much better, but te- yeah. 12 years ago, it wasn't like that. You know what no. I mean? Even 12 years ago, it was still yeah. like you know like do you remember like ever watching like the real world yeah and, like them figuring out that one of them was gay that's what i always feel like yeah oh yeah oh yeah there's danny I had yeah. such a crush on it i was in love with wow danny. danny's from atlanta like he when he lived here for a while like you would see him and the boy well, go and he had the him. remember the boyfriend that yes, he didn't see who he was yes 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 the danny. boyfriend was oh, cute too because they finally showed him yes after he like he was out of the army and they showed him and yeah yeah yeah, yeah i mean danny was so hot yeah oh absolutely. my god he was um, so but hot. that was the thing. It was like every season there was the, will there be a gay? Yeah. And how are they going to tell them that they're gay? You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's just like, that's not even like I was watching. Um, I should not watch the show because it's terrible. But the peak of love or, or beach of uh, X on the beach is what it's called. Oh, right. And it's the worst show. But yeah. the one they had recently, they had multiple people who were bi. They had multiple people who are trans and not. So like half the house yeah. was was poly and bi. And so it was like yes. the antithesis of like the first season of, of uh, or the first and second season of Real World. Yeah. Where like in episode seven. And you finally find, yeah, exactly. It's like it's they're like this is the setup from the um, the minute it starts. Yeah, everybody's these things, um, and nobody cares about that part of any of it at all. Yeah, it's insane to me. It's like it's it that's where it should be. It should be in that like, you know, it shouldn't matter what you are. Um, and uh, in the long run, you know, as long as you're identifying with that, and then the people that you're with also know that that's what you're identifying as. So it's like, you know, you can't be bisexual and not tell anybody. Yeah. You know, and, you know, like the, a lot there's a lot of that down low kind of stuff that happens. Totally. Um, but that's amazing. That's so crazy that she would. And then so like, did you did you feel that that affected your relationship with that teacher? Oh, like, 100 yeah. percent. I mean, I already had like a bizarre relationship with her where she yeah. was very hard on me in a way that she was not with other students yeah um but it was also like very much there was like a stockholm vibe about it not to like minimize what stockholm syndrome yeah. is uh, to an acting class um <laughs> oh the drama yeah um but but yeah it was definitely um a bizarre relationship where basically did you find yourself trying to please her is that what you're oh saying with the, Sto- totally, the Stockholm totally. syndrome yeah because would I would you come in like straighter and straighter every- no, well no I would just <laughs> I just kept every week she would ask me are you gay are you yeah. sure I really think you are are you sure every yeah. single week and I would say no 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 yeah and then it was like week six or seven it was the first week that she didn't ask me mm-hmm. and then I and then I found a moment to tell the class I was like so I am yeah and then it was just so it's like this like, bitch brutal. has got off my job for so one brutal. week, so I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And also at the time, like the narrative. Did she go? I knew it. Did she? Yeah, they all did. <laughs> right. It's just like guys. It's it was so brutal. It right. Was so brutal. Like, They're all high fiving each other. Yes, right. Exchanging like money. Bets. Like come on. <laughs> um, the the narrative around being closeted used to be so much different. Where yeah. like the the consensus was you're a coward. Mm-hmm. 
you're a coward and you're a fool if you think you're tricking anyone. Yeah. Because you're too scared. Yeah. And and everyone's fine with it. What's wrong? Come yeah. on, come out. And now we have such a better, more compassionate uh, focus on like safety. Yeah. That was never a thing. You but know see, what I mean? To me, the paradigm is is that th- to straight people, we go in the closet. Yeah. That's not what happens. We are put in the closet. Yeah, that too. So we are placed there. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when it's time for us to come out, it's not necessarily something that we necessarily feel like is a choice. As if it, like you don't necessarily choose to come out as much as you choose to be honest. Yeah. And then the closet goes away. Yeah. So you don't go in and out of this. Like it's not a safe space for me totally it's a safe space for you mm-hmm. that's where as a child I belong yeah because when I was a kid I was like very effeminate and I even talked about it in my act my parents corrected so anytime I acted anyway I, I my mom used to say I had busy hands and anytime I would wave my hands around <laughs> they would take my hands and hold them down to my sides and like make me be very like so basically I would have to tell like I would have to come home from school talk about my day waving my hands around and then they would hold my hands down to my sides and make me tell the whole story again without waving my hands around because they thought that meant yeah. I was a straight that they thought they were making me straight. Yeah. Right. But what they were doing was they were programming me to hate everything about the way that I express myself yeah. and act like whatever it is that they said to act like. And then they think that I came out of a closet. No, 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 no. Yeah. You put me there, you, you know? There. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've never thought of it that way. Absolutely. That's so true. Yeah. It's yeah. more empowering to think about. <laughs> totally. <laughs> right. Because it wasn't, you didn't choose to be gay and you certainly didn't choose to not to be honest about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was the game you were born into and you just played it well just like that's what we do as queer people we play the hand that we're dealt yeah um and then when it's time to come out or whatever however you want to call it be honest or or actualize as a as a you know as a uh, you know, the, because being gay is not just sexuality; it's political. It's yeah. a political statement too. And when you should decide to do that, um, it isn't an, always in an empowering way. So, like you see, a lot of people who like they come out, um, and then their whole life is spent, you know, pursuing, you know, the next. Uh, orgasm and the drugs and the parties and all and that's all they that's all they'll ever do you know and um like to me what happens is is that you got to find somewhere to be queer and be involved in the greater like oh sorry bless you bless you sorry um that was the most dramatic sneeze. I, your was. acting lessons have paid <laughs> off, sir. Paid off. Yeah. Um, but you're you still have to participate in straight culture without assimilating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's like this sort of like, how do you maintain the, your queer essence and still be part of and participate in the greater world? Which is where I believe that like this podcast is sort of like what we call straight is over. Yeah. You know, I don't know what comes next, and I don't know what straight looks like after. But we live in a post-straight world, yeah. you know? What straight looks like right now is getting uh, drag race gifts from my from my straight friends. Oh, yeah? Like, oh, like my the... straight friends are asking me, what's the tea? Okay. And then sending me a gif of drag race. Oh, I thought, you, like, I thought you, like, a gif, like a GIF Oh, no, no, GIF. And I was like, oh, the new season's back. Where are my gifts? Oh, I would love gifts. That would be good. <laughs> I would love gifts. Um, no, no, I know. And... The, and, and uh, n- We'll we'll be feeling the impact of RuPaul's Drag Race for the next fifty years. I oh think. my god! Because okay. that's what's defined what gayness is. Yeah. So drag queens are, which is way better than a Pete Buttigieg. I would take. I'll take a drag sure. queen. I'll take a drag queen representing me over Pete. A Pete any day of the week. Yeah. Because I think that, like, it, I wrote a thing about him where it's like I feel like that 
he was in the closet till he was 33. And I want to know, how did you, like, when you were hooking up with guys, when you were in the closet, how did you treat them? Because that's going to tell me everything about what kind of person you are. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'd rather know that than any, like, you don't even have a tax plan yet, so you get one of those together, too. But let's, <laughs> let me meet one of your hookups from back in the day. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you got a husband now, but, like, how were you treating the men that you were hooking up with? Because, like, a lot of the times, closeted gay people are as dangerous to us as straight people who don't like us. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, totally. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm going off on that tangent, but I'm not a big fan of Pete. Do you have Do you have a front runner for yourself or Bernie? Yeah. Yeah. You don't feel like that there's too much uh, baggage with him from the last election, and honestly, I haven't given it a lot of thought. Yeah. Is the truth of it? I I feel like I kind of took my toys and went home. Yeah. After the last time. Yeah, it was very emotional for everybody. I feel like the last. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah so so emotional. Well, I and mean I, specifically, yeah the. The, the, when Hillary lost that night, that people were openly weeping. Oh my God, that <laughs> it was, was a little much. Really, yeah, it was a little much. I I went to Ack Bar, which is a gay bar in yeah. in in Los Angeles, and I and I thought, well, I, I want to be with people, so yeah. let's go there. Yeah. And then I got there, and there was screaming and open <laughs> weeping, and I thought, fuck, I should I should just go home. I, don't, yeah. I guess I don't want to be around people for this. Yeah. Um, I just and, wrote something where I was like, we can't have that, and like, so that when the whatever happens in 2020, if it doesn't go our way, oh, we need to. Right? Wouldn't we that need be to, so empowering? We need to buck up, and whatever yeah. happens, we it needs to be like we need to be ready the next day. We can't totally. be taken because, like, I know a lot of people who just checked out. Yeah, and they stop watching the news, they stop participating in the discussions, and it's like, yeah, that doesn't. I mean, I get why you had to do it for your own self care, but it's yeah. like, you know, it's you know, we're four years later. You can't yeah. you can't be going back to that. You know totally. what I mean? Head in the sand doesn't work anymore, you know? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. My head crazy. has been in the sand for a bit. Yeah. But I also, I think that, like, I feel like the best takeaway from it, which is not something that I've, um, like, implemented into my life, but the idea of, like, small government and doing what you can. Yeah. And, like, participating in your government yeah. to make your community better. Yeah. That, see, that was such a, that was such a great message to be, to, to fall back on. And also, like, a true, real one. Because yeah. it's like, at the end of the day, one person can only do so much harm to this country and one person can also help their community absolutely um so that was something that i like you know wanted to i also just i just feel very convinced that he will be reelected. yeah um and i i can't bear to watch us pick each other apart in the process yeah that's where i think we are i think that the democratic party is it's too well the party itself is an entity that cares about itself too much yeah and I'm not a Democrat like that. I don't give a shit about the people who run the Democratic Party. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't, that, none of that matters to me at all. Yeah. I would love Elizabeth Warren. That would be my dream. Sure. Um, though, I do think I'm a little worried about like her foreign policy because if she's going to talk to foreign leaders the way she is in the debates, I'm like, okay, I love it, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I need to know you can keep it cute when it's, and I, and I know she can. I'm pretty yeah. sure she can. I mean, definitely so, cuter than Trump. Oh, God, I know. He's Talking so embarrassing. Talking to foreigners? Come it's on. Embarrassing. It's, oh, like it's horrible. embarrassing. It's so horrible. Yeah. And I, I just, I remember like after, after the election, uh, there was like this, Need, 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 need to keep yeah. your eyes and ears on the news. Yeah, and I, I did that for for months and months. And at a certain point, I realized that I was spending every morning, yeah. a good portion of my morning, every morning, feeling worried and angry and focusing on 
a revolving door of middle-aged white men, yeah. straight white men yeah. who don't care or think about me fucking ever. <laughs> and I thought, what the fuck am I doing right. giving these people any of my time? I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to hear about it. I want to pay attention to the news when we talk about yeah. Venezuela, when we talk about Brexit, we talk about mm-hmm. other things, sure. But I'm, I've just felt so, so done. I was like, I, if I, I felt like I was like, like, like after a breakup, like obsessing about some like fuck boy. <laughs> You're still you know following I mean? them and, and then I just watching had this, their like, Instagram I had this, story. Like, cold and, water moment yeah. of just being like, I am done. I am <laughs> done. And I thought the most political thing I could do is feel incredible and and become the best version of myself possible yeah that's like that felt like a political act i like it i like that that's where i found myself and with with the with the impending election yeah um i've managed to be able to watch and i've actually watched more news in the last four years than i probably had in the last 20 before that yeah but i i don't have very much attachment so it doesn't make me angry i don't like when i read the stuff or see the stuff pain will scream at the television and that's part of the reason i don't have to get angry is that pain's one of those people when we watch the news um like sometimes i'm like will you shut the fuck up so they can, they can, so I can hear what they're. What are you even yelling about? Because he already know, you know what I mean. And so sometimes and I'm like, you yeah, yell yeah, at the yeah. TV. Me, yeah. I'm the same way. I I'm not that yell, way though. I'm very much yelling of like, at no one. Yeah, he gets mad, and then I'm like, yeah. Oh, calm down. Oh, calm down. You know. And I'm already doing yeah. that about my childhood. <laughs> Like, I don't need to be doing that anymore. Oh, I love it. Well, we, I try to keep these at a half hour. We're already over 30. So, um, we're going to, this is great. This is really great. Yeah, I could do this for another hour, truly. I want you to come back to Atlanta in general. So, when you come back, we'll do a part two. We'll do more. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. So, in the meantime, though, tell people where they can find you. On your on the on the socials, you can find me at Hey Jared Hey H E Y J A R E D H E Y, and that's Twitter, Instagram, also Snapchat. Now. Yeah, okay, yeah. you're killing it on Twitter. I was looking at hey, some of your tweets. Thank I was like, you, Damn, bitch. Okay. Yeah, um, you know we have to. We I know, to, right? We have to at least I, try. I just never. I post all the time, and I get like little. I get like it's so painful. Yeah, truly, <laughs> nothing makes me spy. I can like bomb a show, yeah. and I'll leave. I'll be like, we tried. Yeah, you know, I learned something. Yeah. Twitter, there, it's evil. Yeah, if I bomb on Twitter, I like I could throw myself out a window <laughs> it's there's something vicious about it yeah something truly vicious well yeah. you're killing it i, I post you. i post stuff and i think oh this is great and then like it's like one oh. and i'm like and, you know and i have a couple people who like everything and i'm like i appreciate that but i'm like oh it's just them huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay so harry jared hey on all those platforms uh-huh. um i and like my podcast with the same question that i ask you every season um straight people you're familiar mm-hmm. you know as a Genre, (laughs) so like country music, like classic country. So, uh, if you were gonna have uh, straight people over for dinner, okay, um, what would you serve them? What do straight people eat? What do straight people eat? I just think I'm thinking ribs. Ribs? Yeah. You just had ribs for lunch. That's what I had for lunch. Yeah. Look, I'm very feeling very straight. You're so masked. People tell me all the time. Masked from mask. You're so like big and strong. (laughs) Well, you did put the whole rib in your mouth, so I don't. know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. All right, that is a very good note to end on. Straight people eat your ribs. Keep up with your ribs. Yeah. Um, Like, subscribe, share this podcast. If you don't like this podcast, share with your enemies because they seem so cool. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) they're just killing it. And you, I don't know. Uh, My name's Ian Aber. This has been Jared Goldstein. Straight People, the podcast. It's over. Woo!